Welcome to All Things IDD, hosted by the ARC of Wichita County. On this podcast, we share resources for those with intellectual and developmental disabilities and their families, raise awareness, as well as create a space for stories by and about those with disabilities. Today's episode is part one of two with former People First self-advocate member and staff member of the Ark of Wichita County. She shares with us her journey of breaking barriers and stigmas of what is possible for those with disabilities. Brooke, thank you so much for joining me today on All Things IDD. Um, Would you mind introducing yourself to everybody? Hi, my name is Brooke. I am the co-director for uh, Texas Advocates. Texas Advocates is a statewide self-advocacy organization run by and for adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Uh, We do all sorts of advocacy. Uh, We do legislative advocacy. Uh, We um, speak out at different meetings. We have 18 chapters, um, and our chapters are all um, really, really involved in their um, local communities, working on different things. Which I will say, Texas Advocates Conference is something that our members look forward to, like, on their drive home from Texas Advocates Conference. (laughs) Like, they are counting down the days for a year before they get to go again. So that's a huge part at the statewide level. But, man, at the local level, we hear about conference all year long. You kind of talked about um, at the broader statewide level, um, and you, you mentioned our local chapters. So ours is people first here in Wichita Falls, um, which you have a history with because you being from Wichita Falls, um, you, you were a part of people first. So, yeah. So graduated high school in 2006 from Ryder. Um, and in, uh, the fall of, uh, 2006, I went to college at Eastern New Mexico, uh, university in Roswell, and at the time, it was one of only three colleges in the nation, um, in the whole United States, that had uh, residential programs uh, for people with disabilities to be able to go to college, but then um, also to be able um, to live on um, campus. Um, and so and actually I remember uh, talking to your dad this has been man seven eight years ago I'm not sure when this was but I remember him telling me his perspective of dropping you off at school and they got you all set up in your dorm room and they're like okay we're we're gonna head back home now don't leave your dorm room and then they get on the road and not too much longer, uh, not too much later, they get a call from you and you're like, yeah, I'm on the bus. And they're like, okay, what did we just do? We got, and I actually got lost that day <laughs> oh, on the bus. No. I mean, obviously it's this teeny tiny town. Like you can't really get lost, but yeah, me and some friends ended up lost. And I remember <laughs> calling my mom. She was like, I told you to stay on campus. But we were fine. We made it back. Uh, Man, and I <laughs> yeah. I always loved that story just because you know, and, and he, he finished telling that story of like, man, I didn't realize what all we were holding Brooke back from. And so as funny as that story is, I think there's such a good lesson in that for 
parents of anybody, not just parents of somebody with a disability of like, I think sometimes we limit what we think our kids are capable of. Um, and so it's just, it was so cool to hear your dad's perspective on that. And man, how do you think you grew in your time going away to college? Was that something that you always saw yourself doing? Um, what did you learn about yourself in your time there? Um, so I always wanted to go to college from, you know, a really young age. I knew, um, that I was college bound, um, and I think my teachers saw that in me, too, especially, like, getting to high school and, you know, just, like, like taking the right classes and making sure, you know, that I had the right um, grade point average to apply to school. And um, at that time, it, college programs for people with disabilities were kind of just starting to pop up. Um, and we had, um, we had had, um, some friends, um, Morgan and the McGrath that Mm -hmm. they, um, Sean and I, Sean left and I came and I believe Morgan left and Sean came. So, and then, um, Rachel and I, we actually overlapped, um, by a year. And so I would just say. Um, you know, those two years I learned, um, to be independent, um, and to do things for myself. Um, you know, you learn like to wake up to, um, an alarm clock, you know, there's not mom or dad there saying, come on, wake up, you know, Mm -hmm. I learned, you know, and then, um, I was just, you know, just not only from an education standpoint, but just from like a, like a, a spiritual standpoint, like I feel like college was, you know, you get to make your faith your own. It's not mom or dad. They're saying, come on, let's go. Yeah. You know, and like, I just had so many amazing, um, you know, you know, leaders there, you know, mentors and, you know, I just, I really think that that shaped so much of who I am today. You know, I absolutely loved college, you know, and I, you know, and I, I just relived that, that time in my life, you know, where you get to just go and do and have friends and go on dates. And, and what do you think, you know, what do you think about these memories and that experience makes you emotional? Um, I mean, it's just like, it was just such a special time mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, some of my best friends that I'm still friends with today, we met in college, you know, and I feel like, you know, what other time in your life do you have that? You know, totally. Yeah. You can literally do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you, true. Sleep, you know, you can, you know, sleep as late as you want. Not, not, not on school day. You know, yeah. It's like where you just get to live in community. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I was, and I was just blessed 
to have just some great, great people around me, you know, and like while I have, you know, community in Austin, they're not with me every day, right? you know, and so, Man. you know, college just taught me to cher- cherish life. Cherish life, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's so so true too, like how much we as humans are bent towards needing community around us. And I love that you got to experience that there. And I mean, that's really our hope for everybody, our members, our staff, everybody that they have people around them that um, include them, encourage them, empower them. And I, I think that's what we hope to be at the ARC, our local chapter is, you know, we want to be a family. We want to be a friend support group. Um, people first, like you said, it's um, there also as a social aspect, not just as a, an advocacy. Um, whenever it comes to legislation, you know, it's also this is this is a, a group of people that you can lean on and count on and. Um, so yeah, I think that's hugely important and it's so cool that you, you got to have that experience and that you get to look back on that and it, it brings up all the feels <laughs> for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, uh, at college then what, what did you study? I know you said this is one of only three programs in the nation that allowed people with disabilities to come and live on campus. What was your focus um, in that? What was your degree in? Yeah, so I studied um, Eastern New Mexico, and, and this would all still be, like, true today if somebody wanted to look into um, the program. Um, but it is an occupational training program. Um, and they have different, uh, focus areas. They have childcare, uh, which I did. So I did childcare, um, and office skills and that they also have, uh, uh, focuses around, um, animal care. They have food service. Um, they have, um, stocking and merchandising. They have, uh, like auto body kind of stuff, um, when I was there, they had a CNA program, which they no longer have. Um, so I studied um, child care and office skills. Um, so each program was right at 11 months. So you started in August and you ended um, in July. Um, and you, um, you lived on campus. Um, you were there. Um, you went to school just like anybody else. On campus, you ate in the cafeteria. Um, they had intramural sports you could be a part of. Um, they had um, just you took just you didn't take reg. Well, I took some regular classes um, in the second year. Um, I took an introduction to children with special needs, and I can't remember another class. I can't remember what it was, and. Um, you, you're basically treated like a regular college student. Um, the teachers there, even though they're um, special ed teachers, they, they treat you like a college student. And, you know, you don't, you don't get away with a whole lot. Um, so, you know, it was learning how to, you know, turn in homework and study and 
you know, stay on top of all your classes. And then also, um, I was really involved in my church there. Um, I interned um, at my church as part of my office skills uh, program. Um, And so, um, you know, I got, not only did I get to see, you know, like what it was like to work, you know, in an office, but I also got to see what it was like to work in a church and kind of the ins and outs of, you know, church work and, you know, things like that. And that has definitely shaped, I think, part of, you know, who I am now, you know, it's just because of the experience that I had in college, I, I see the church in a different way. It's not like a place where, you know, the pastor is perfect, but, you know, they have struggles. And so I feel like that's given me the opportunity even now to have a lot of grace for a lot of things within my church now, you know, like being in college and, you know, yes, that was a part of my schooling was to work, you know, at the church, but, you know, now just getting to have grace because, you know, I've, I've seen the the ins and outs and, and the day in and the day out of, you know, all of that. How would you say your time at school and um, interning at that church, What what is something that surprised you about yourself? Something that surprised me was um, I remember when I was interning um, and I remember just like how easy it was to get off, off track um, and I would just like you know, there was like all these people to talk to and, you know, people coming in and out. And, um, you know, I remember just like, sometimes it would take me like 45 minutes to make copies. And, and it was because I was getting, you know, distracted or, you know, my ADD was kicking in, you know, and, um, so I would say that just how distracted I get sometimes. Um, I think what surprised me was how, hard that internship was um I thought you know it would be easy and I would be you know like I thought it would be easy and I would be you know doing everything that I was good at um but it really really stretched me um and I feel like even now like you know I've had to do really hard things and I feel like that that internship prepared me to do really hard things, you know, like moving away from everything I do, you know, and I can remember like when it was almost time to come back from school, like telling my mom, like, can I stay one more year? And she was like, no, it's time to come back and build life at home but I so badly wanted to stay at school and I can just remember like you know like just like you know I was leaving you know everything behind all my friends so I just remember like being like about to graduate and not really knowing what was next and you know coming back home in August of 2008 and thinking like I'm gonna get a job everything's gonna be perfect 
I'm going to move out of my parents' house and an apartment, and it's just going to be great. And then the recession hit, and I can just remember, like, just that whole first year home just being, like, so, like, lost and not really having a lot of friends and just, like, I hadn't found the arc yet. Um, so I came back in August of 2008 uh, and those first few months back were just really tough. I couldn't find a, jo- a job. I just really, and I just really longed, you know, to have a place to go where I could make money and have friends. And I just remember just how hard that whole first year was to just like asking God, like, why would you take me from something so perfect back to something that, you know, it's just so hard. And I just remember just like a few months later, like after Christmas of that year, that was when Michelle called and said, hey, do you want to be on the People First Board? And I was like, absolutely. And so I still didn't find a job for that first um, year, but, you know, I, you know, was on the People First Board and I went to my first conference. Uh, and so so people first ended up being really something that helped pull you out of kind of a dark place I didn't realize that yeah it came at a time where you know I had left you know something so perfect like school where I had this awesome community these awesome people you know and I went back to a place where, and I don't think what a lot of people realize is most of my high school friends were still at college when I came uh, back. Right, yeah, with you only you know, doing a two-year program. Because I was only doing a two years, so they still had four more years left. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and sometimes I, you know, wonder, like, oh, well, you know, what if I had stayed, like, one more year you know, and, you know, done, you know, another, done another program. But then what I have to be reminded is, you know, God's timing is everything. And, you know, like I would have missed something had I not, you know, come back when I did. Like his, his plan is perfect. And so everything lined out in his perfect timing. Yeah. And, and so all of that, um, kind of laid the groundwork of like, man, you tasted this freedom, you were out on your own, you're making your own friends. And I'm assuming that planted this in you of, I want to do something big like that again. Like you weren't content with just kind of the status quo. You wanted to step out. It sounds like. Um, so honestly, I came home, um, you know, I had a hard really that first probably six months was really tough um but then you know then I started people first and I you know right after my first conference was when I got hired at the ARC um and so I really feel like I settled into this new like routine um and I just like 
you know, I just kind of settled in to this new, like, routine and, you know, these started making friends back home and, you know, like, started at a new church and, you know, so, like, I had church community. And so, yeah, eventually I was, you know, pretty settled into, mm-hmm. you know, just the status quo of going to work hanging out with friends, going to church, you know, those kinds of things. And so I think it wasn't really until probably 2013 um, when I came to Austin for my first session um, where I was like, you know, like maybe there's something, you know, else out there. Maybe, you know, maybe Austin will be home. Thank you so much for joining us today. Part two of Brooke's story about moving out on her own to pursue a career is up next. As always, be good to yourself.